with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither he nor his parents sinned. It is so that the works of God might be made visible through him. We have to do the works of the one who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made clay with his saliva and smeared the clay on his eyes and said to him, Go and wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he went and washed and came back, able to see. His neighbors and those who had seen him earlier as a beggar said, Isn't this the one who used to sit and beg? Some said, It is. But others said, No, he just looks like him. He said, I am. So they said to him, How were your eyes opened? He replied, The man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and told me, Go to Siloam and wash. So I went there and washed and was able to see. And they said to him, Where is he? He said, I don't know. They brought the one who was once blind to the Pharisees. Now Jesus had made clay and opened his eyes on the Sabbath. So then the Pharisees also asked him how he was able to see. He said to them, He put clay in my eyes, and I washed, and now I can see. So some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a sinful man do such a signs? And there was division among them. And they said to the blind man again, What do you have to say about him since he opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. Now the Jews did not believe that he had been blind and gained his sight until they summoned the parents of the one who had gained his sight. They asked them, Is this your son who you say was, bl was born blind? How does he now see? His parents answered and said, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. We do not know how he now sees. Nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him. He's of age. He can speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews. For the Jews had already agreed that if anyone acknowledged him as the Christ, he would be expelled from the synagogue. For this reason, his parents said to him, He is of age. Question him. So a second time, they called the man who had been blind and said to him, Give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. He replied, If he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know is that I was blind, and now I see. So they, had, they said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already, and you did not listen. Why, why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become one of his disciples too? They ridiculed him and said, You are that man's disciple. 
We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but we do not know where this one is from. The man answered and said to them, This is what is so amazing, that you do not know where he is from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if one is devout and does his will, he listens to him. It is unheard of that anyone ever opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he would not be able to do anything. They answered and said to him, You were born totally in sin, and are you trying to teach us? They threw him out. When Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, he found him and said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered and said, Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one who is speaking with you is he. He said, I do believe, Lord, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment so that those who do not see might see, and those who do see might become blind. Some of the Pharisees who were with him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you are saying, We see, so your sin remains. The Gospel of the Lord. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you guys? What is wrong with you people? Have you ever heard that said to you before? What is wrong with you? And you think, I don't, what is wrong with me? I don't know. You know, it's that sense of, of condemnation that there's something terribly wrong with us that just strikes to the core of our being. My mother's going to say it to me today. Michael, what is wrong with you? But the blind man as we heard in the gospel today, was condemned in the same way, and so was Jesus. So with the blind man, they said to him, you know, there's, there's got to be something wrong with you. What is wrong with you? Who sinned? Either you sinned or your parents had to sin for you to be born blind. There's something wrong with you. Teens, I'm, probably sure, I'm sure you probably hear this all the time. What is wrong with you? And the answer is nothing. There's nothing wrong with you except sin. That's the only thing wrong with us. And the only one that can judge us is Jesus. And the only one that we can judge and judge, we can judge others, the only one that can judge others is Jesus. The only one that can condemn us is Jesus. But here's the wonderful thing. The reality is there's nothing wrong with us except our sin. And the truth is we can't get rid of our sin. We can't do it. You can't do it on your own. There was a heresy back in the early church called the Pelagian heresy. It was in the first couple hundred years of, of the Holy Spirit guiding the church. And this heresy actually spread throughout most of the church where most people believed that you had to be perfect. You had to make yourself perfect before you could receive the sacraments. And it became a heresy. Because the, the reality is we are not perfect. We're sinful people. 
A lot of people say um, to you guys, or about you guys, and to me actually, that you're hypocrites. You know, the people that go to Mass are hypocrites because they go to Mass and they're still sinners. We're not hypocrites because we come to every single Mass and the first thing that we do at Mass after the sign of the cross is we acknowledge our sins. We come before God and we say, God, I am sinful. And we ask Him to heal us. In the Gospel today, we hear about the, the man born blind. And in the Gospel of John, darkness and blindness is always, um, a, it's always a metaphor for sin. And lightness, light or daylight, is always a metaphor for Jesus and the redemption of sin. So the blind man was blind. He couldn't see from, 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 from birth. He could not see. And the Pharisees and, and the people judged him. And they said, this man Either he's a sinner or his parents a sinner. There's something wrong with this man that he's like this. And Jesus said, there's nothing wrong with him. He was made blind by God so that he could, he could glorify God. He was made blind so that he could actually see. You know, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a paradox at the end of the gospel where Jesus says, if you think you can see, you're blind. If you admit that you're blind, you can actually see. So Jesus actually makes us blind so that we can see. So what does that mean? Well, I just want you to think about that. What is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Think about it. Like if I were to ask you and you were to tell me what is, I don't want you to say it out loud, but if I were to ask you and you were to tell me what you think is wrong with you or what other people have said is wrong with you, I just want you first of all to get in touch with that. What is wrong with you? Now the tendency is to judge and to say, that must be because they're a sinful person. They're really a bad person. But that's not the truth. The truth is you are created in the image and likeness of God. There is nothing wrong with you except your sin. Now we can think that sin is like this um, thing that, is, and it is horrible, but we can think that this is the, you know, the, the thing in our lives that is going to keep us so separate from God, is going to just terribly uh, wound us and in the end take us down. And if we do try to conquer our sin ourselves, you're going to fail. We're going to fail at it because we cannot conquer sin. The only one that can conquer sin is Jesus. We cannot do it. So I want you to think about that. First of all, Lent is a time to uh, acknowledge our sin and also turn towards Him. It's also a time when we're supposed to do some kind of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. How many of you have not failed at all during Lent in any prayer, fasting, or almsgiving? Raise your, head if, your hand if you have not failed one single bit during Lent. Oh, I'm, uh, we haven't, right? So raise your hand if you have failed, just a little bit, like in some way. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, like the reality is we fail and we sin. You know, there, there, there is something tremendously crippling in our human nature, in our fallen nature. But the only thing that we can do is acknowledge it. If we try to get rid of it ourselves, we're going to fail. We're going to be miserable. We're going to be miserable to ourselves and miserable to others. So the idea is we're not even supposed to judge ourselves. Who's the only one that can judge? Jesus. We're not even supposed to judge ourselves. All we can do is go before Jesus and say, Jesus, I'm blind. Can you heal me? And he can too put the mud in our eyes, spit, spit on the ground, put the mud on our eyes, and heal us. 
So I just want you to get in touch with that. You know, if, if I were to say to you or somebody were to say to you right now, what is wrong with you? Get in touch with whatever it, it is that is wrong with you. But instead of judging yourself or condemning yourself, say, Jesus, this is wrong with me. Can you heal it? What I love about the man born blind is that, um, you know, he was, that, was, that was just him. He was blind. He accepted it. And Jesus healed him. And after he was healed, they threw him out of the temple. They kicked him out. And so he's out of the temple. He's exiled from the community. And Jesus comes to find him. And he loves him. And he says to him, do you know who the Lord is? And, and, and he says, I, I don't know. I love the blind man because he keeps saying, I don't know. I don't know how my eyes got healed. I know that Jesus did it. I don't know how it happened. Jesus said, do you know who the Lord is? And he says, I don't know. Can you tell me? And Jesus says, I am he. And at that moment, he professes his faith and he worships him. And that really is the only way out of sin is to discover who Jesus is and to worship him. And so those of you that are going through RCA right now, we're, we're celebrating the scrutiny of you. And part of the scrutiny is to, to help remove whatever blindness there may be so that you can really see Jesus. And once you see him, you're going to want to worship him. Because he's the only man in the history of humanity that can heal us of our blindness. He's the only one that can take care of our sin. So maybe you think your sin is unmanageable. And if you do, good, because it's not. You can't manage it. You can't handle it. But the wonderful thing is Jesus can. He's got you. He can handle your sin. He can actually take care of whatever problem you think is too great, whatever sin you've been struggling with for years, he can heal you. And he does so in the sacraments of confession and the Eucharist right now. So when somebody asks you the next time, what is wrong with you? Just simply think to yourself, nothing. And go to God and say, God, if there is something wrong with me, if I am blind, and I am blind, can you heal me of my sin? It's only in admitting our blindness that, that he can heal us.